Hello? Oh, is that my best friend? Honestly, I missed you so much. And before we get started, I just have to put on, I have my um, Bonnie Bell lip smacker here in strawberry. You guys hear that? I just got to gloss up really quick. Hold on. All right, Gary, you see that? Am I glossed up? She's glossed. She's ready. I'm ready to go. Let's get started. So today is going to be a little different than last episode. Today, we're going to be kind of giving the layout of our regular scheduled episodes. It's not uh, um, special, it's not about an album. We're just gonna be introducing kind of the layout of our podcast. I love it. I I'm so excited. Garrett, I was so proud of episode one. We had such great feedback. I had so much fun recording it and I am still majorly like stupidly obsessed with that album i have Me not stopped too. listening i am buzzing let's go back first off just the whole episode one was so much fun i want to thank everyone for listening downloading streaming it means a lot and i'm glad that y'all are back for episode two we had so much amazing support and great feedback from you guys we do want to go ahead and acknowledge we know that the audio was a little bit off on episode one we've tried to correct it but constructive criticism is great and we do really appreciate it and we are going to do whatever it takes to make sure that you guys have the best listening experience possible but we are so thankful to every single person that listened we hope that you enjoyed and that you learned something and laughed a little bit and got to know us as your favorite best friends yes we are so excited and i'm excited to jump into episode two for everyone i am so excited to talk to you gary because we're about to jump into what we did in the past week and i haven't been around you i've been out of town and i freaking miss you i know i miss you too so our first segment is going to be called woo woo starting off every podcast chloe what does woo woo stand for what's up with you what's up with you where did we first hear woo woo garrett so a little backstory one of me and chloe's favorite tv shows is pin 15 it's on hulu Stop right now and just at least go watch the trailer so you kind of get the vibe of the show. But Woo Woo was used on that TV show. And now every time me and Chloe hang out, first talk to each other, it's Woo Woo. We automatically know that. What's up with you? I love it. So Pen15 starring Maya Erkshine and Anna Conkle. It is so funny. It's so great. And if you guys haven't watched it yet, you have to go and see it because it is, like Garrett said, it's one of our favorite shows together. And we will definitely have to get into that later because it's definitely unique. It's for a unique, elite sense of humor. But what's up with you, Garrett? I mean, what's up with me this week? I'm on spring break. I'm currently on my last ever spring break, which is kind of sad. So I've just been kind of relaxing my big thing i've been doing is applying for jobs becoming a big boy which is scary but also kind of fun like getting ready for the next chapter of my life i'm so proud of my baby too because i'm scheduled an interview so i'm rooting for my baby ooh, ooh, ooh. i'm rooting for my baby baby so yeah that's what i've been up to just applying for jobs and trying to catch up on some sleep so that's me. But what have you been up to, Cleo? So <laughs> you guys might be getting a slightly slap happy version of me today because I am toyed. I just drove 20 hours from where we live to Austin, Texas with my boyfriend and our seven month old puppy. And we 
checked out the city because update we're moving there it's done it's a done deal he accepted a job in austin and i am moving to texas so to all of our fans and followers please send me cowboy boots spurs and cowboy hats because i'm gonna need them she's heading out west I'm heading to the Lone Star State, and everything's bigger in Texas. So, yeah, we were in Austin. We checked it out. It was amazing. We had a really great time. It was a super fun, friendly, vibrant city. And, Garrett, I cannot wait for you to come and visit me there. I'm so excited. I have to just shout out my puppy right now. His name is Monkey D. Luffy. Yes, as in the One Piece character. We're anime nerds, whatever. Um... And he is seven month old golden retriever, and he was so good on two 20 hour car rides within four days. I'm so proud of Luffy. I didn't have any doubt, but he really outdid himself, and I cannot he, be. Uh, he did any so more good. Happy. And it was, it was so funny because we were in downtown Austin, and you know, we were worried that he would be nervous in a city, but he was very comfortable to poop on the sidewalk. And he took the longest pee of his entire life so long to the point that people walking past us were like, dang, boy, like, a boy. Oh, Luffy's, Luffy's drawing crowds with his urination. Okay. He was. And people just wanted to pat his head. He was loving it. We got him a little Tito's vodka bandana that says Tito's is vodka for dog people. We'll post some pics on the, on the yes. uh, Insta page. But... I have missed you and Garrett's going to be watching my Luffy boy next week and are you so excited to get to babysit? I cannot wait. He's going to be mine for a few days and I cannot wait to just hold him and cuddle him and have him with me for the next few days. I'm so excited. And my puppy loves to stay with his uncle. Yes, my little Luffy boy. But yeah, I think we both had some pretty productive weeks. Like you said, we haven't seen each other really because you've been gone, traveling, out in the exploring. western exploring the wild wild west <laughs> it was so funny because when we were driving into austin it was like 2 a.m and it was dark out <laughs> and i was like oh my god no way there is not a tumbleweed blowing past our car and then i looked it wasn't a tumbleweed it was just a weed blowing on the street <laughs> oh my god i love it garrett i want it to be your home too please don't <laughs> Please just come and move with me, please. Uh, Texas can't handle the both of us. You don't, you stop it. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> okay, Uh-oh. let's get into section two before I get too emotional, Garrett. What are we talking about this week in our obsessed section? What are we obsessed with? This week, I'm obsessed with the Oscars because it came on this past Sunday. And I must say, it's been one of the better award shows I've seen in a while. So I hate to admit this, like, please don't everyone judge me, but I have not seen it yet because I was on the road traveling, but I did have Garrett sending me live feed information, especially about Gaga. You know, I had to know what her red carpet look was like, what her stage performance was like. And that is all I remember from the Oscars personally. Gaga came and delivered, but I I think it's awesome that she went and performed in just a t-shirt, jeans and sneakers with just like a French braid. It kind of reminds me like, we were talking about last week with Miley she's 30 she's feeling herself and she's with her river music video she's going understated and I love that Gaga did that too that was my favorite look of the whole Oscars and people were wearing all designer like couture handmade bespoke clothing and yet my favorite that I saw was Gaga wearing the t-shirt and her little Chuck Taylors 
it really was so minimal that it highlighted her vocals. Now we've both, me and Chloe went to see Gaga last summer and she performed Hold My Hand, the song she performed on the Oscars. And seeing it in person, the emotion, the impact, the what's power. The, word? the power that she has behind it's the an, lyrics. It's an incredibly powerful song. It's so beautiful. If you guys haven't heard Hold My Hand by Lady Gaga yet, you should listen to it. It's great, but it's a very emotional song. And we also got to see during that same live show, which we saw in Atlanta, um, we saw her perform a little bit of her audition for the Joker movie that she's going to be in. You want to talk about that, Garrett? So Gaga right now is filming the Joker. She's been filming for the past couple months, and it's all happening in L.A. And I was shocked to see her at the Oscars because for a long time, she said no because she's been working. Obviously, she's Gaga's a method actor, and I'm sure she's in her role right now. She's in Harley Quinn mode. She's studying the characteristics everything so i'm shocked to see her at the oscars so the the movie itself is called joker to folly ado right so this yes. is all talking about gaga being like insane sharing an uh, a shared hallucination and psychosis with the joker i have no idea what to expect we've seen gaga in a few movies now but i think this role is what's gonna take her to the next level i think she's gonna embody harley quinn and really take over our screens and we'll, we're going to be really impressed with this performance i was just going to say the same i think people are going to be impressed with gaga when they see how far she's willing to go and obviously like i'm a huge well not obviously you guys don't know this yet but i'm a huge heath ledger fan and obviously the joker was an incredibly impactful movie for heath ledger i in my opinion my mom told me i need to use the term in my opinion more on the show so i don't get sued in my opinion, Heath Ledger is one of the best actors ever, and especially one of the best method actors. And I really think, in my opinion, that the Joker killed him because I think that he got so deep into that. And that's what led to a lot of his addiction problems and whatnot. Um, but he was so deep method acting. And I think Lady Gaga is following that suit. I think she's going to go really, really deep with this method acting. And I think people are going to be very surprised and impressed. I could totally see Gaga taking it to that level and I'm excited because like you said, what we did see, we know she can take it there and I know she will. Right. She's going to scare the shit out of us, you guys. <laughs> She's going to be real scary. I don't know if you've seen, but a fun thing that they did at the Oscar is they um, showed the first trailer of The Little Mermaid. We've got little um, like trailers, like 30 second ones, but we've got the full length two and a half minute during the Oscars. I have to give a applause to the editors of this film, knowing most of it is shot in like on green screen because it's obviously under the sea so they can't shoot it like in real life but the editing and the graphics look so real like i'm so excited to go see this movie dude the green screen stuff is getting out of control i don't think you've seen the avatar world of water movie mm -hmm. or whatever it was called i don't even remember exactly what it was called but it was so crazy it was so wild but the green screen and the effects that they can do these days like I kind of feel bad for these actors because it probably takes some of the fun out of it for actors, but it, it's so much fun for viewers. Yeah, they push it's it to crazy. the next. They push it to the next level with being able to do what they do. Like, I mean, I have no idea how they do it, but they are able to create stuff that looks so real. So they it makes me think check. of like little Ron and Harry and Hermione running around doing all of their adventures, but it was actually just them in front of a screen the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter. Uh, I love it. So 
my thing that I am totally obsessed with this week, and I can't wait to talk about it. I can't, we can't talk about anything else now. I have to talk about this. Have you watched any Daisy Jones and the Six yet? I did. I saw the first episode. Okay. I love Daisy Jones and the Six. I want to talk about it. I love it so much. So I read Where the Crawdads Sing, and to my knowledge, to my memory, Daisy Jones and the Six was one of the next books right after Where the Crawdads Sing that Reese's, Reese Witherspoon's book club was promoting, and I never read it. I don't know why. I just I think I got busy with some other true crime books at the time, and I never got around to reading Daisy Jones and the Six, but I picked it up in the bookstore. I read the cover. like I was very interested in it, and I just never got around to it. Garrett, I'm going to be reading that this summer, I can assure you. That show is so good. It's so addicting. The fashion, the music, the backgrounds, like this, the stage setup, it's so addicting. It's so juicy. I love it. And did you know that the main character who plays Daisy is Elvis Presley's granddaughter? I did not know that. It's so good. So did you saw episode one? Did you like it? Come on. It was cute. Like I said from the trailer, it gave me very much Fleetwood Mac vibes Um, from the outfits to like the vibes that they give off i'm excited to see more i just i put it on the background so i really wasn't i didn't see every little thing but i get the gist of it and i do like how they made it into a documentary type film yes so i believe that it was loosely based off of fleetwood mac but basically for anyone who hasn't seen it yet and if you might be interested the show starts off talking about a band called the six and we also know them to be daisy jones and the six and it's told in what we can believe is like present time and we know that daisy jones and the six was really big in the 70s but they split up and nobody in history knows why it was a huge secret they never revealed why they split up and everyone's always wanted to know and we're supposed to believe that this was a band like fleetwood mac or something like that that was huge in the rock like world at the time and then we flash forward to present time it's all fiction but it's shot in documentary style going individual by individual talking to the band members and getting their personal experience their tell-all story and it's saucy it's dirty I will say especially in the first few episodes for me personally some of the acting was lacking in times so like it it was a little it it gets better the more that you watch it I think they had to like kind of find their stride with the show because we do have some sort of newer actors I think in here but for me the fashion and just the 70s vibe and the flashback nostalgia feeling of it makes it worth it and i don't even mind those cringy acting moments see i'm totally in my 60s 70s era right now so i do need to get in the loop because everyone that has seen it is obsessed so it's me i need to get into it but i have seen episode one so i will continue as it goes on but correct me if i'm wrong the first season isn't completely out yet right Yes, yeah, so it's coming out. They're doing a staggered release. So I think they released, like, I came into it late, you guys. So I came into it once three episodes were already posted. I binged them in one day. Then I had to wait a week, and I th- thought they're only going to release one more episode. They released a few. And I believe we are getting two episodes tomorrow, Friday the 17th, I believe. And I will be watching them the second they come out. But it is a staggered release, which I kind of love because it's making me like it even more. If I, I was agree. to binge it all in one day, I don't think I'd like it this much. But it's making me so thirsty. And one other thing that I want to talk about that's really cool. So I know I already mentioned the fashion in the series. But 
I completely accidentally stumbled upon this today. I was going on Free People's website just to shop around some of their swimwear, and Free People has an entire capsule collection dedicated to Daisy Jones and <gasps> Six. And it's really cool. They've got some amazing clothes in there. They also have a limited edition Daisy Jones and the Six t-shirt that actually looks like a 70s band tee that's like really cool. And for like $27.99, you can buy the album Aurora, which is all of the soundtrack from the, the show. And it's super cool. And I would encourage anyone to just browse because if you're into 70s fashion, whether or not you watch Daisy Jones and the Six, that capsule collection has some wicked good stuff. Whoever is in charge of the marketing and decided to collab with free people deserves a raise because that might be one of the smartest techniques I've heard in a long time. I love that. I imagine if fucking Euphoria had done that with like any, any fashion like house. Like Urban maybe? They probably just started something major with that. I love Because I guarantee you Euphoria in season three or whatever season we're getting in 20 years is going to have a collaboration with a store and it's going to be like urban outfitters yep i can see that 100 percent. mark my words uh, i should probably get a cut of that deal because i just told you to do that exactly I know you're gonna do it now and now we have you on record as well so timestamp. yeah we've got our receipts don't <laughs> worry about it i love well i definitely need to get on that and watch more episodes i have one more thing i have to touch on before you leave the oscars i am so happy that jamie lee curtis won her first oscar why did she not get an Oscar for Freaky Friday? Someone please explain that to me. That's my question. Also, her Activia commercials. Yes. <laughs> don't tell me the Don't tell me the Academy doesn't get blocked up from time to time. She's put her time in. She deserves the award. And she, she's a wonder woman. She knows she <laughs> likes Activia. <laughs> So that's Jamie Lee <laughs> She's a whole someone. I mean, we have to. I mean, come on, Chloe. That was amazing. Thank you for that. I came up with that right on the cuff. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Um, and one more thing about the Oscars, too. I don't know if you know this, but it's kind of sad. Elvis lost all the categories they were nominated for. I. Did you just hear me gasp? Because I know. I saw. So let's talk about it. Because Austin Butler took it like a freaking man. Mm -hmm. He took it so well. He did. Um, I might get a lot of hate for saying this, but I am like not a Brandon Fraser person. I don't think I've ever been into any Brandon Fraser movies growing up. Like that just wasn't my thing i was never super exposed to it and i Same. haven't seen the whale and i'm Same. not interested in watching the whale personally <laughs> but elvis is fucking insane y'all and austin butler is so hot and yummy and he killed it like okay let me let me not be superficial this is not just about the fact that he is so sexy i could look him up and down don't listen to that mitchell but he did a great job that man embodied elvis and you know what it makes me sick to my stomach that Jacob Eliordi or whatever his name is don't don't is gonna go and try and don't. be Elvis now after Austin just did that Elvis was so good especially it I has feel Tom Hanks I feel bad for Baz the director because Baz deserved an Oscar for that movie he put his Baz whole Lerman is so fucking talented he was the same musical producer for 
The Great Gatsby. Actually, let me mm-hmm. Google that because I don't know. Was he just a producer or is he the musical producer? Yes, Baz Luhrmann, who produced and wrote all of the music for The Great Gatsby. He's an incredible writer. His music is next level. He has a very unique style and vision. And I felt it in the very first scene. It felt reminiscent to The Great Gatsby as in the film style. But it's also completely, totally different. I agree. He has a very specific style. And it shows through all of his works, which I love. It makes him, like, stand out. And, like like you said, within minutes of watching one of his films, you know he directed it or, like, had something to do with it, produced or whatever. One thing that Baz Luhrmann has a really special, cool way of doing, and I don't know if you'll have ever picked it out, but I love scenes in his movies where the characters are riding in cars he always makes the cars go really really fast and he always does a really good job of making the scene fly by in a very like cool blurry but like dramatic movie like way and it makes everything feel rich and vibrant and exciting and i just i'm so sad that Elvis didn't win something. I really think that it should have. I really think that that was a feature film for the year, and it won the award in my in my book. I can't think of another film I've seen this year that was that came out this year at all. I mean, facts. Other that, than Avatar. Other than Avatar, but that's like a totally different thing. Yeah, I agree. Elvis, that was really shocking. I I expected them to at least win one, like for something, but. I mean, maybe next time, Baz, don't give up. You know that you're amazing and we love you. Only reason I mentioned it is because me and Chloe saw Elvis together with my grandma who loves Elvis. So we all have like a connection to it and they were robbed. So I am totally obsessed with that, Garrett. And you know what? I'm going to have to go. You made me convinced that I need to go back and watch the Oscars. I need to catch up on all of that. Watch the red carpet. I can't believe that I missed it, but... Hey, I'll cut myself some slack because I was driving 20 hours that day. For our next segment, we're going to talk about music of the week. And Garrett, tell me what is your favorite song or album this week? Okay, so for our first week, I chose to do a Billie Eilish song called Getting Older from her previous album. And I chose this song because kind of what I was talking about earlier is I'm going through like a transitional phase a little bit. I'm applying for jobs. I'm about to graduate. I'm about to move. I'm about to just enter a new phase in my life. And I think this song really embodies that. Billy's giving you an outlet right now. She really is. (laughs) We thank her for that. That's what music is for. Yes. And I would recommend everyone to go listen to it because it's one of my faves. Yes, Garrett told me that that was going to be his song of the week this week, and I actually hadn't heard it yet, so I went and listened before we filmed today, and it is amazing, and I instantly added it. It's really beautiful, and I can't wait to listen more when we've got a little more time and I can sit back. Kind of feels like maybe I need to drink a glass of red wine while I listen to it or something. Yes, yes. <laughs> maybe maybe be in a robe and feel a little <laughs> But um, So my song this week is a song that Garrett introduced me to. So something about Garrett is he is my music guru. He is who I go to for all of my music advice. Any questions I ever have, I know that he has the answers. And I know that he hates me so much because he constantly sends me links to songs or albums. And then it still takes me like two or three weeks to click on them because I'm ADHD. And I see that he sent it to me, but then I forget that I didn't click it and listen to Mm -hmm. it. And I get real, real tied up with my true crime podcast. You guys, if you know, you know. But he sent me a song like five times, A&W by Lana Del Rey. It's off of her Did You Know That There's a Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard album. 
And this is number four on the track. It's an explicit song and honey, let you, let me tell you, bitch goes crazy. It's one of my favorite songs right now. And I'm so jealous that Chloe claimed the song before I did, but A&W by Lana Del Rey really is that girl. And I'm so excited that Chloe chose it. And I want all of you to go give it a little listen. So this is one song that I will go ahead and say right now. If you don't listen to the whole thing all the way through, you might as well just not even listen at all. (laughs) Don't give up. It's like the song changes drastically and you just have to let it punch you in the face because it's so good. It gives me Bohemian Rhapsody, but also it gives me a storytelling. Like by the end, it switches and it's a whole new song. And we kind of touched on this song last episode, actually, when we were talking yes, about we Handstand. So once you guys listen to the um, to A&W, you'll understand why we connected them. But such no, a good choice. No, you have to listen. And before we move on, I have to talk about it a little bit more. So A&W, we all know like A&W Root Beer. And off the bat, that's what I thought of when he sent me the song. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so Lana. Because we already have Diet Mountain Dew. We already have My Pussy Taste Like Pepsi Cola. We know she loves a good American soda. <laughs> we love a good soda. And she loves a good soda, and it's <laughs> so-, so Americana of her, and she is so Americana. Like, in her music video, she'll be drinking an orange crush or something. Like, she's... You can't deny the fact that Lana includes American sodas in her pop culture. Her Lana is America. She is Americana, <laughs> 100%. The national anthem. But... A&W does not stand for root beer, bitch. It stands for American whore, and that's who she is. You and whore? that's who I am when I listen to it. And I just, I haven't done a cartwheel <laughs> since I was nine. I haven't seen my mother in, in a, a long, long, long time. time. It's so good. And I mean, look at me now. Look at my hair, the length of it, and the shape of my body. It's so good, guys. And then by the end, we're getting shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pup, shimmy, jimmy, right, shimmy, jimmy, cocoa pup, shimmy, get me high. It's love me if you love or not, you can be my light. Jimmy, Jimmy only, only love, love me when, me when you want to get, get high. high. <laughs> she goes crazy, and she, you guys have to listen. It's very much a story. We talk about um, some of her exes. We'll get into this later. We'll probably talk about this in depth during a album deep dive whenever the full album is released but so i don't want to get too too into it right now but please listen because we will be discussing this song in a later episode and you guys are gonna love it like oh. it transforms me it's like the first part is like slow and then like the middle part we're in a transitional phase and then by the end we're at a whole different period just, it gives me we're in a different stage in life she's synthesizing into a whole different butterfly she's going through her cocoon and then at the end she blossoms bitch and it's crazy and one little word to the wise for anyone who hasn't listened to it yet and is going to listen to it on our advice do what garrett told me to do it will help and you will appreciate the song more follow along with the lyrics the first time you listen yes a hundred percent because we all know lana sometimes she gets a little breathy sometimes her singing style it's a little hard to pick up on the lyrics that's intentional like don't get me wrong but if you look at the lyrics the first time through you'll appreciate it more and by the second time you'll be singing along you'll know what she's saying but it is a little hard to catch that first time if you don't know what's going on and this song's very the song's very wordy she has a lot of words she wants to say there's a lot of points she wants to make so there is a lot said in it but it's done in the best way possible you will want to go and check into a ramada hotel immediately this is the experience of Of being being an an american American whore. whore
So let's get into the main course today, Garrett. Are you hungry? Because I'm starving. I'm starving, babes. What do you have for me? What's the main course, bubs? I think we need to talk about the first time we met. The first time we met. That takes us back almost a decade ago, which right there needs to be hold the bricks a decade i feel so old what the fuck don't say that to people oh let me put some more of my bonnie bell lip smackers on no literally break 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 i gotta gloss up for this so i moved from the north and i was like really mom and dad you're gonna move me to bumfuck egypt you're gonna put me out in the middle of nowheres and what am i gonna do that was until i found out that across the street from me were two boys and I knew one of them was my age so I was like bingo built-in boyfriend this is what I've been manifesting (laughs) like here we go that was until I met that boy that was my age and realized no 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 connection no sparks nothing there sorry Blake but we both know it was never gonna happen because I fell instantly in love with your little brother (laughs) bear instantly head over heels lol so Cleo like she said, she's from the north. She was born there. She went to middle school there. She went to her first year of high school there. Yes, yes. Um, I did my fr- whole freshman year, and then they moved me this summer between freshman year and sophomore year of high school. So this, where I'm living now, this is like my childhood home. I've been here my whole life. So I was just, for my POV, I saw some new neighbors were moving in, and my mom was like, they have a daughter. So I was like, oh my God, slay. I think I was in and eighth when grade. I tell you guys... Garrett's understating it. He was so fucking excited to have me. I was here. so he was excited. obsessed. Our, my mom was like, Garrett, there's some new neighbors. They have a daughter around like your age. I was like, beautiful. I'm so excited because the house that Chloe grew up in has had like three different owners like since I've lived here. So I've met every single family. So I was like, oh my God, thank God these people have kids or a, a child because I don't have any friend, like, friends in the neighborhood. <laughs> so, um, and when we say like we live directly across the street from each other, like, yeah. In our worst phases of life, we sneak out of our rooms in the middle of the night and go hug each other on the driveway. Like, we're that close. So, I um, was, like, begging my parents for two weeks once Chloe moved in. I was like, we gotta go meet them. We gotta introduce ourselves, guys. So, it was probably about two weeks after Chloe and her parents moved in, and I was begging them. Like, my parents, every day, like, can we please go? Like, come on, let's go. So, we walk over. Chloe's parents <laughs> open the door, and Chloe was nowhere to be seen. I was like, where's... It's clear. I don't see her. I know there's a girl that lives here. Where is she? <laughs> Where is she? Oh, come on. All of a sudden, Molly's like, let me go get Chloe. She's outside by the pool tanning. <laughs> Automatically, I see Chloe tanning outside. Living her best life. Not a care in the world. She's like, yes, I'm enjoying the sun. Flash to my POV. <laughs> there I am. Enjoying my life. Enjoying the sun. And to my knowledge at this point, Garrett's older brother, Blake, is still my future boyfriend. I knew nothing. Gare was dead to me at this point. And I'm laying there enjoying my life before everything changed. And my mom comes out and I'm like, it's like that moment in a movie where you're laying in the sun and then suddenly something just blocks the sunlight and you open your eyes and there's just someone standing right there suddenly and you're in their shade. And it was my mother. And she was like, get up. We've got neighbors who are here to say hi. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, mom, tell them to go away. Like, I'm in my swimsuit. I cannot meet them for the first time. I don't have my makeup on. I don't have my hair done. And so I was freaking out. And she was like, I don't care, Chloe. Get up. They're inside. Don't be weird. And there is his dad, Ronan, who instantly upon my arrival says, do you have an Instagram? How How many followers do you have? When I did first meet Garrett, he was Instagram famous. And this was back in the day when, like, 
this was before people got Instagram famous. And this was before like celebrities even really were on Instagram, like dead ass. Was Roman trying to sabotage me? Was he trying to be like, yeah, I don't think this is right because let me say the weirdest thing I could say. So this girl never speaks to my son again. He tried, but he, he tried. failed. He failed. He failed miserably. So Roman said that little comment. We talked a little bit. I, I, Chloe didn't I was follow like, me. I don't know how many followers I have. Probably no, she, like maybe 200. I don't know. Leave in my alone. POV, I'm like, all right, this could not have gone anywhere. So should I let you go? Because you met with my brother somehow. How did you and my brother meet? Oh my God. Yeah, I genuinely have no fucking clue how that happened. Because as you were just talking, I was thinking back and I was like, wait a second. How did we link up after that? Cause I, I remember how we linked up. So I'm pretty sure Blake and I followed each other. I think during Roman's whole Instagram interview, we all followed each other. And so I think Blake messaged me on Instagram and was like, hey... Do you want to like ride some four wheelers around? <laughs> <laughs> so fun. And I was like, I'm about to be home from school, so sure. <laughs> so I put on my little heart shaped sunglasses at Lana and I met him and we were like riding around on four wheelers, which was not a good way to get, in- get to know each other because we weren't talking at all. For my POV, I'm at the dentist getting my braces cleaned, being a good child, and all of a sudden, <laughs> Holly's like, Garrett, Blake's with um, the neighbor riding four-wheelers. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Guys, like, am I, like, dead meat or something? Like, I no, want to ride four-wheelers. if you know Garrett, this is so funny because when Garrett gets into, like, a what's going on, I am I need to be somewhere <laughs> mode, he gets so mad. So I'm picturing, like, how old were you again? I'm, like, like 13. I'm like, mom, metal yeah. to the pedal. Get me home. <laughs> to the metal. Yeah, no, I'm picturing Garrett getting into the, like, snap out of it, Holly. Like, Holly, come on. Holly, it's time to go. <laughs> like, he gets into this mode, and Holly listening will know exactly what we're talking about, because when he gets serious, like, Garrett, don't play. My heart. And I can just picture, like, <laughs> I straight up can picture, like, the dentist just trying to put that chapstick on his lips, and he's, like, pushing her hand away and, like, ripping the little, like, paper napkin off of his neck and being like, get the get chair out we gotta here. get out of here. <laughs> By the time I arrive home from the dentist, Chloe and Blake are at her swimming pool up at her house. So oh my God. for some reason, I don't know how I managed, but I was like, I'm coming over. So I walked my little <laughs> behind over in my bathing up. suit. I just showed up. What's up, girls? What's the party? So we, I remember getting in the pool and we were all in separate corners, like as far away from each other as possible. Like, like literally. so awkward. So oh. awkward. I was in the phase of my life where I was wearing flannels in my Tumblr era, Lana Del Rey, all of that stuff. So you have to keep in mind where, where we're from, no one was kind of in that era in their life as well because we're in a very small town and everyone's kind of in their own little, their own little bubble. Garrett was feeling moody, he was feeling angsty, and he just wanted to be a Tumblr boy, but, like, I was the only Tumblr person in the vicinity at that point. We just didn't know it yet. Didn't know it. So, I was, like, I was the weird kid. I I remember asking this. Two questions. I said, do you wear flannels? That was the first thing I said. And And for me, who grew up in Michigan, I was just, like, like, yeah, obviously, like, no shit. Like, for me growing up in Michigan at the point in my life already, it was already the thing to go and thrift clothes. Like, it was already the thing to go to Goodwill to get your clothes and to have thrifted clothes so that no one had the same things as you. But, like, here in the South, it's not like that at all. In the South, like, 
when I was in high school, it was to the point where if someone found out you had thrifted clothes, it was like, are you poor? Like, is like that's just gross? Like, I think what we're getting is that. I think we've got we've gotten better in the last few years, but when when you first moved here, no one like like, like you're talking about, it was looked down upon. Like no one did it, so I needed. I was like, first of all, let me see if this girl is a safe space for me. And the first question, she said yes. I was like, oh my god. And then correct me if I'm wrong. I think I said I do like Lana because you were wearing heart shaped sunglasses. Yeah, I think you basically were like, I see that you're wearing heart shaped sunglasses. Do you listen to Lana Del Rey? And I was basically like that's exactly why i bought these heart-shaped sunglasses and straight up no lie no exaggeration it was do you like lana del rey and me being like that's where it all started it hit it literally hit in that moment and then blake i hate to say this but like at that point you're gone (laughs) like i don't even remember i forgot you were even in that i'm so sorry so really we hit it and off. i think he knew it too right in that moment he just sat back and was like well i don't want to date a girl that's just like my little brother we literally hit it off instantly and ever since then we have been inseparable this is the flower that just keeps on blossoming <laughs> <laughs> it's really it's so beautiful we really were like right off the bat once he said do you like lana and i said yes it was like do you like this yes do you like this yes do you like this yes and we were just discovering all this stuff that we liked we were both into youtube a lot at the time we were both into like recording videos at the time Mm -hmm. we'll not talk about that ever 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 we were into photo shoots that we include would just get dressed up and just go do photo shoots around the neighborhood that was like that was like the main thing that i used to do in michigan was like me and my friends would just I mean, this sounds so weird now, but this was the beginning of like the Instagram era and the beginning of the Tumblr era. And it sounds weird, but now people are doing this just in the middle of a city. But we would straight up pack a duffel bag. I I don't think I ever did this with Garrett, maybe once or twice, but in Michigan with my girlfriends, we would straight up pack a duffel bag full of clothes, walk from our house into the middle of the woods and then change in the woods and do like photo shoots that were super like gypsy, bohemian, fairy. I mean, I don't know how we didn't get kidnapped and murdered, but it's crazy that that was truly the beginning of the like creating photography for Instagram era. I'm not saying that I had anything to do with starting that. I'm just saying that I am one of those original models who started it. We were a part of it and we were really in the Tumblr era because right behind me is my closet and the wall surrounding my closet door was painted in chalkboard paint and Chloe would come over and paint my whole or just draw my whole wall just cute like Lana lyrics or like peace signs, signs, whatever. And it was just like at one point I did just a ton of diamonds on the wall yep. because we were in our Lord era too at yep. one point. And I also had a little treehouse that I'm pretty sure was one of the previous owners like hunting stands probably but I was like you're right let's paint this in chalkboard paint and make it cute and it was like royals only we're yes oh my god it was so cute we would um we painted the whole thing and we would paint like each of the boards different colors and we would like put on fake glasses and take the pictures with the major filters and like pixar and stuff like you guys all of the nostalgia 2014 shit that we miss now and all of that stuff that these kids growing up are skipping over and they're just going straight into adulthood no we have all of that, and it's all really embarrassing and really good shit. Like, it's I have really half good. of an eyebrow. Uh, I don't know our... why, but I just, like, plucked half of my <laughs> damn eyebrows off at that whole time, and I thought it was such a look. 
Why don't you tell me, Garrett? Why I can't tell you because I couldn't tell you anything, and you know that. And that <laughs> during that phase, she couldn't be told. She couldn't be told. She, she was wasn't the moment. Listen. One of our first pictures ever is in Target, which is one of our me and Chloe's favorite things to do is to go to a Target anywhere we travel. It could be Period. a different country. We're gonna go to a Target if they have one. Um, this the, photo he's referring to features the half eyebrows, half eyebrows, and the fake sunglasses that you were just talking about. And Chloe had them because I wanted a pair of fake reading glasses so bad. And Chloe had a pair, so I would always steal hers when we were hanging out and wear them. Like Tumblr. Tumblr. But so fun and so innocent. And we never knew what our friendship would become that day. And I think that's the most special part about all of the memories we have. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. We have been friends for so long and we have grown so much. And our friendship and dynamic has changed a lot. Yeah. But it is crazy because even though we were best friends back then... I don't think that I would have ever anticipated that at this point in my life, I would look at you as one of my most important people in my life, my very best friend. Like, you are family to me. I don't think my life will ever consist without you, and I hope to God that it doesn't. And now I look at you as my business partner, my future family. Like, not future family as in we're getting married, but just we're going to always be connected. (laughs) Don't tease me, Garrett. Stop. Okay. But I think it's really like you said, I think it's special that we've grown so much together and we've seen each other through different phases in our life. And I think also right now in the like the phase we're in right now is kind of crazy how we're seeing each other become adults kind of. Like we we were kids when we met and now we're switching over into adulthood. And I'm happy I have you because we're doing it together because Yes. It makes everything yes. easier and more fun. We always planned on doing it together, but yes. now we're actually doing it. And doing it's very it. surreal. And it is crazy. Garrett's right. Just like looking back at the old days and how we were so goofy and silly. I mean, we are definitely still goofy and silly. <laughs> but um, we went through a lot of firsts together and we really grew up together. We've really been there for each other. And Garrett is one of the best friends that I've ever had. And it helps a lot that we're both Capricorns. I mean, thank God. Thank God. I was talking about my sign today and how much I love being a Capricorn. Me too, girly pop. And I love that you're a Capricorn. And I just love that we get to do this crazy life together. And I love that other people care to listen to us do this crazy life together. So thank you guys for listening. And I hope you enjoy so much today's episode. Me too. And I also am excited to start telling you guys all the stories from the past nine years. Because we have some crazy stuff we went through. And just buckle up for those. Because we will be diving into those very, very soon in some upcoming podcasts. We really do. And we would love some feedback on this episode. So today we are trying out kind of the format, the segment sections that we were thinking, planning on doing on our regular shorter episodes. If you guys really prefer the specials, let us know. We would love any feedback. Any feedback is good feedback. Um, So we're hoping to do these episodes in between and include specials that will be things like Garrett just mentioned. We'll talk about some of those stories in detail, do some deep dives. We've got to talk about concerts that we've been to, trips that we've been on. And of course, we've got deep dives into music, movies, docuseries, all that good stuff coming up. And we hope that you will be here to listen with us. Yes, we do. And guys, please do not forget to rate us five stars on Spotify. We're also available on Amazon Music if you want to listen over there. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, EFBF Podcast, because we post all the content that we've been talking about in this podcast on Instagram so you can see pictures and videos related to things that we were talking about. 
Don't forget, like Garrett said, to download, rate, and subscribe. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. But I don't think that's going to be the case. No, none of you guys. So keep sending us that feedback. We love to hear it. We love to hear from our listeners. We do have a listener in Brussels somewhere. And I just want to say hello. Hi, Brussels. You made us a global sensation. And we surely appreciate it. So shout out to you. Shout out to Jessica for listening. Shout out to Mary for listening. I'm so excited that you guys are listening to my series about to call you one of you right now. Siri thinks I'm trying to say, hey, girl. Hi, girly pop. But we love you for listening, besties. And we hope to see you next time. Yes, we do. And thanks for tuning in to everyone's favorite best friends. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.